Welcome to the Moonshine Jesus Show, brought to you by ProgressiveChristianity.org. We hope that you will follow us on social media. And today we will be talking about Moon Night and hope Ooh. that you will maybe uh, ask some questions wherever you're watching and we'll address those later in the show. I'm here today with my good buddy, Mark. How are you doing today, Mark? Hello, hello, Caleb. I am doing quite well. I'm excited to talk about this. So uh, I've been gearing up. For the last yeah. 24 hours, getting excited uh -huh. about being able to do this live with you. This is great. Yes, and I bet part of that gearing up has been preparing <laughs> a special drink for today. Indeed. What are you drinking? I am having something called a supermoon, keeping with our theme. <laughs> okay. Yes. Our, our, our hero in this series, uh, hero-esque in this series. Yeah, he uh, hero? Yeah, is he? Hero? Uh, yeah. Is is in all white and obviously moon yeah. in the name. So I have a super moon. Uh, this is um, tequila, um, triple sec, uh, cream of coconut, and a little bit of lime, a little fresh lime in it. How about you, sir? What are you having? That, that sounds good. So I am having a full moon martini mm. <laughs> with nice. the same thought process here. It is uh, rum, vodka, coconut cream. And I've got, uh, if you're watching online, you can see a little frozen moon there, nice. full moon in the center. Perfect. That's uh, coconut cream and water. So uh, again, white and moony, just like yours. Well played. Mark. Well so, played. Hey, cheers! And here's to a great show, you. sir. All right. Mm, that's pretty good. That's right. Okay, everybody, let us know what you're drinking, and we'll see you in just a minute. So today we are looking at Moon Knight, and Moon Knight follows a mild-mannered gift shop employee, Stephen Grant, played by Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Uh, it, it explores the struggles with disassociative identity disorder, uh, also mm -hmm. known as DID, and uh, the discovery that his blackouts and mysterious memories come from sharing, uh, sharing a body with former mercenary Mark Spector. Yeah, and, and among, among other things that the two share is this sort of psychic connection with Egyptian god Khonshu, who's the god of, surprise, the moon. Also the mm -hmm. god of vengeance, which is kind of <laughs> going to play in, obviously. And so Stephen and Mark have uh, yet uh, another alternate identities, actually a few, uh, hero-esque identities in the characters of Moon Knight. And we saw in episode two, Mr. Knight. Uh, and they basically get drawn into a deadly mystery involving Egyptian gods. Uh, and their primary uh, nemesis, uh, Arthur Harrow, is played by Ethan Hawke brilliantly. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's a kind of this charismatic, clever, cult-like leader who 
who basically wants to save the world by eliminating all those people who might have do a crime in the future. Like just take them all right. out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like minority yeah. report Someday. for those who watch them. Right. Right. That's it, exactly that's, what I was sitting here thinking. Minority right. report. As you yeah. Know. It's got, it, it, he definitely, yeah. they, they play from that thing, but the comic book's been around since like 75 and that was part yeah. of the theme then. So it's been around right. before Minority Report based on, I think, a book, which is also around for mm -hmm. a while. So this is a theme that is played out from time to time in lots, lots of things. Yeah. So what's we, we've seen two episodes. What's yeah. your initial kind of reaction? Okay, man. So I loved watching this. This was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And yeah. It, you know, it was kind of built like in the previews. What kind of horror-esque and i'm like right. oh, what's, yeah. what's this gonna be but and it, it kind of was but it was also funny and it was yeah and yep. action-packed and, and fun and, a, and mysterious emotion, to watch emotional like there's emotional, it's very emotional yeah like because yeah, a, a big the theme a big right a big thing really is exploring is did and and, mm -hmm. and you do get very emotionally attached to this character who's struggling so hard um right and and it, it is it's amazing like how often, I, I can't think of a time that our hero is the one with a mental disorder. Yeah, I, I mean, was trying to think of that too, and I couldn't. I yeah. I was having a hard time coming up with something or yeah. a, a, a positive kind of hero that, that right. had. Some and kind and of a, in a, so a many, in, in so yeah, yeah in, in so many superhero type things, it's actually the villain, and they're villains because right. they their mental disorder creates that. And in this, we have yeah. the opposite. We have a. a very methodical, clean kind of. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. He he he's he's uh, very emotionally detached, but clear thinking. Yes. Um, and, and it's 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 strange, right, to have this mentally yeah. ill hero, yeah, who basically is wanting to do the right thing, but can't always, and he's got this internal struggle and dialogue going all right. the time, and right. this sort of sane-ish villain. Who's all, he yeah. actually sort of sees himself as a saint, doesn't he? I mean, he really yeah, does. He he, of course he does, because yeah. he, he, I mean, he says that he's saving the world. He wants, he's the avatar, the so the Ethan Hawke's character is the yeah. avatar of another Egyptian uh, goddess. And, right. uh, and she's, as Mark said, the one who kind of judges uh, before, uh, before they've done anything wrong. And uh, yeah, he says that he's trying to make earth more like heaven, which mm -hmm. I mean is... What wow. in uh, progressive Christianity we say a lot that we want to make <laughs> Earth more like well, that's what, you know this you ideal, know. right? And so right. that's kingdom, that's what he's kingdom saying, yeah. yeah, kingdom of the God language is really right. a here and now language. It's not yeah, so uh -huh. it is heaven. Right. On, it's supposed to be heaven on earth, and that's what the bad guy, the main villain, who isn't uh -huh. mentally ill and is somewhat yeah. presented as this methodically mm -hmm. sane person, uh, mm -hmm. that's what he wants. At least that's what he that's right. Like, he thinks that's he's what doing. He said. Right, right. That's yes, yes. It remains to be seen. That never works out. Right? <laughs> you know, like uneasy, uh, every time they unearth right. some kind of ancient power, it's always a right. disaster. What these movie yeah. people learn? <laughs> don't go right. unearthing ancient Egyptian stuff. It never works out well for anybody. Keep that stuff closed up. So, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. And the in the the Moon Knight character, the uh, Stephen, you know, this kind of the, the one of the personalities that works in this museum gift shop. He's Who's a, a vegan a and kind of he's a vegan, a and social he's outcast. Like, 
Nonviolent, nonviolent kind of nonviolent. Like yeah, that's true. Yeah, doesn't want anything to do with any of that, mm -mm, and mm -mm. you know, he's not assertive in his life. He 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 like wants to be a a tour guide at the museum, and he's gonna have to settle for work. And he's in kind the of a loner. Shop. He's kind of he's kind loner, of a loner. You know? No luck with girls, that kind of stuff. Right, and and yeah. to have this this alter ego where he's blacking out. And uh, save it. Yeah, I don't know. Being a mercenary, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, is right. very right. interesting. It's yeah. A, it's Mark, a, yeah. Did you... it, it... Go ahead. I was just gonna ask if you watched the Moon Knight comics. Did you know anything about this before? I, I knew a little before? bit about it. Did them. you read it? Yeah. Uh, I, I did from time to time. It's actually a very yeah. long-running comics uh, uh, comic yeah. book. It's been around for quite a yeah. while. They've made some changes. For instance, in the comic book, the uh, it's not Steven that's the actual main character. It's it's yeah. uh, Mark, Mark Spector. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they made some changes. And and I should yeah. say, you know, that they're very different personalities. It's it's part of why uh, we yeah. did a, a dissociative identity disorder mm -hmm. used to be called multiple personality disorder. And right. and what we've learned is that these are, aren't aren't multiples of one personality these are very mm -hmm. different people and in, in mark and steven we definitely have very different people uh, and i think oscar isaac does just amazing job playing these two characters like one Fantastic. one's got a british accent one doesn't but yeah. you can tell which person it is long before he talks Right, and the yeah. way he Good, carries true. his body, carries the way, yeah, even his eyes. Like when he's Mark, mm -hmm. there's this intensity about him, and then when he's Steven, there's this calmness and almost uh, reserve in his eyes. I mean, I think Great he acting. he is yeah. spectacular, spectacular in the role. Um, yeah, yeah, which which I think pulls you in even more. And it's so interesting that we have this main character, the hero character, that has a mental disorder. Yeah. And that, and and it is part of the theme of the show. Like that, they're not hiding it. It's not like a side issue. I think we're going to learn even yeah. more and more about it in the comics. Yeah. They have. It's going to be interesting to see in the comics. They have more than two of, of the mm -hmm. main. It's not just Stephen and Mark. There's there's other right. uh, there's, per, yeah. persons that are in there that come out. I, I, it'll be interesting to see if they do it. But I love yeah. the fact. Like you were saying, this would have been very easy to play as a very sad kind of like, oh, poor guy, and he's got this, and there's all this internal dialogue, and we get some of that, that internal yeah. struggle and dialogue. But it's also handled in a really great kind of comedic, like they they yeah, they handle funny. it. Yeah. It's 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 interesting that they balance this this real difficult issue, but also are able to pull off the humor in a very uh human way you feel yeah. you don't feel like they're picking on the character at all in, in in how they're addressing it no and i thought it was brilliant to start from the perspective of steven as he's mm. meeting his other personality and right. the audience is meeting that personality too and so at the same time, like, it was i had brilliant. to you know, I had to look up Moon Knight. I knew nothing about right. this. I'd never read the comics. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, like this is it's it's Mark that's the primary person, and yeah, uh, but, but, but they don't seem to Mark be like Steven. But they don't seem. I, to, I think they've I think they flipped yeah. it in the show. I mean, I think they Steven did, right. is yes, yes. He's going to remain the primary that person, and, right? And which I is think kind that's of lovely. Yeah, it is because it, because but, it, because we, go ahead. We get to see it. We get to see it from Steven's perspective. Right, we get to, right. Uh, and it also, yeah, it, it. it's also beautiful. I, I love it. We don't get this a lot in superhero yeah. shows 
the narrator, because of the way they went at this, we have this sort of unreliable narrator because right. he doesn't really know what's going on. Is he's right. trying to tell us he's what's been going on? Out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a wonderfully fun way of approaching this. I think. Yeah. It's just, it absolutely uh, is. It's, yeah. it's a fun way to approach the, 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 the story. And as you mentioned earlier, Mark, it's interesting that the the main character has a mental illness. And I think this right. is a particularly uh, powerful time, maybe, to have uh, the main character who has a mental illness when whenever we're kind of coming out of this pandemic and right. we've got uh, mental illness at the forefront of our mind, right? I mean, I know mm -hmm. that in 2020, one in five Americans were said to have had a mental illness. Yeah. And you know that 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 has significantly increased uh, as we've gone oh. through this pandemic. And it was underreported always anyway, because there's been such a social stigma around Massive. mental illness. Yeah, and, and so, frankly, the, the, uh, church, yeah. the church is a villain in that story in terms oh, absolutely. of not being yeah. willing to talk about it and kind of pushing it to the margins and not bringing it forward and, yeah. and dealing with it, which is strange because in the gospel text, uh, there are several times that mental illness is, is, is handled. They under, misunderstood it, but, the, yeah. but it's, it's like this perfect opportunity for the church to be talking about it, and we'd rather not. That's right, because, you know, a lot of people say Jesus is Lord or Savior. I like to think of Jesus as a first century mental health practitioner. Right, there's <laughs> a lot of that for sure. Of, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what he was out doing. I mean, in the ancient world, they understood it, uh, you know, mental illness as, you know, being possessed yeah. and performing possessed, exorcisms yeah. was kind of uh, a way of addressing uh, that possession and the mental illness and the ancient understanding the best I could. And so Jesus goes around doing these exorcisms and speaking words of hope, right? Which right. mental health practitioners do, yeah. which I think is uh, fascinating. Jesus is the first century mental health practitioner. And so churches, yeah, it's weird that churches do such a bad job of right. mental health. And, and, and even shy I mean, away from the, it. Oh, yeah. And the, even worse than shying away from it, they condemn people for seeking oh, out yeah. mental health, right? Oh, yeah. you're not praying hard enough. Uh, your, your faith isn't strong enough. <laughs> you need to be doing better right? in your life if you're experiencing it. Stuff that's not, that's no. not biblical to be certain as bad no. theology and uh, is bad uh, psychology and is just, yeah. uh, you know, being bad people a lot of times to, say, right. to condemn people for uh, the real life struggles that they're going through. Yeah. Not well, I. You know, I read a little bit from uh, yeah. the folks that are directing this. By the way, speaking of directing yeah. and everything, I love that they have brought in, uh, instead of the way that Hollywood tends to do this, yeah. uh, since there is an Egyptian theme in all of this, in the Egyptian mm -hmm. gods, there's a lot of Egyptian actors, authentic, like real uh, Egyptian stars right. and background folks. And they brought in a director, at least for four of the episodes, and to kind of head it up who is a, a well-known Egyptian director, which I kind of love th mm. that they've done done that with this. Right. Uh, I love yeah. that approach very, very much. But but very to go nice. back to, and I read from him that they were taking the mental disorder stuff very, very mm -hmm. seriously. Yeah. And they brought in specialists to help train them so that they can uh, address this in, in a healthy way and, and keep it on the forefront. And I, I love one of the quotes from from Stephen, and he uh, he equates the the times that Mark takes over uh, at the body as, as uh, times that are eating. He says eating away at parts of my life like a parasite. Mm 
Wow. And it, and yeah. anyone who has suffered from any kind of or dealt with any kind of mental mm -hmm. disorder knows that is a big thing that, that mental disorders right. actually do from depression all the way to a dissociative identity disorder. It, it eats away like a parasite at parts of your life. And I love that they're yeah. bringing it to the forefront. Yeah. Uh, it is sad that it is a Marvel superhero show that's doing this and not more churches <laughs> and not more public figures uh, right but i, but I yeah. do but i do love that they're doing it i do wherever we can get it mark you know <laughs> <laughs> if it's a superhero so be it at least yeah. at least someone is talking about right. it and hey the superheroes tend to be some of our best you know commentators on current events anyway yeah and Absolutely. and so you're right that that thought about it being like a parasite eating away at your life is such a powerful analogy. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, maybe that's something for us to explore as we as we move into our theopolitical stuff. Absolutely. Think? And I'm I'm glad you brought it up and I think we should talk about it some more. But let's first take this quick break and we'll be back on the other side. See you then. Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. Today we are talking about Moon Knight, and we have been talking about uh, how fun Moon Knight is, but also how it brings to light some real-life challenges like mental illness. And so uh, we do find out, of course, as we've discussed, that the, the hero of the show has uh, disassociative identity disorder. And, uh, you know... Uh, We've realized that mental illness is something that we really need to do a lot of work on to right. uh, break the silence and to um, address as a society. Mm -hmm. Mark, do you have suggestions about how we do <laughs> well, that? I'd say they're, they're, right, off, right off the top of my head, there's two things we can start doing. Well, one we can do immediately just as members of society, and that's to stop villainizing uh, mental disorders. I mean, that's the first thing. If, if if a shooter is a white person, the first thing you're going to hear anyone wondering is what kind of mental disorder they yeah. might have. And this, the numbers are just not there for that. I mean, the fact is that that is not the reason that most uh, uh, mm -hmm. shooters, it's not met directly related to any kind of mental disorder at all. Um, and right. so, but we, but we tend to villainize it and, and somehow that makes it okay and better. But I think the more important thing and more political thing that we've got to do is mm -hmm. we, we have to readdress our healthcare system in a very strong way. The folks who uh, frequently folks who suffer from mental disorders are having a harder time, uh, fitting into society, partly because of the way that society deals with mental disorders, which also frequently means that they, they don't always have all the resources that other folks might have. Mm -hmm. And we have a healthcare system that's very hard to get into, uh, that it costs a lot of money to participate in. And even when you are in it and participating in it, uh, it, it, it puts borders up and, and, and obstacles to getting Absolutely. proper mental health care and, and keeps it. I mean, even great health care frequently mm -hmm. uh, doesn't pay for mental health issues the same way they pay for physical issues. 
So I, I think that's, that's right. at least the beginning of it. And that requires mm -hmm. us to be in contact with our politicians. It also requires us to be electing politicians who are willing to confront it and deal with it, right? That's right. Recognize that it's a problem and that we we should be taking action and that we should help uh, to provide that health care and see it as Absolutely. an essential right for everybody because we function better as a society if we're able to access that care. And you're right that there are so many, uh, you know, medical plans and all that, even if they cover uh, even if they cover mental health kinds of care, uh, make it so hard to access uh, yeah. that it's it, that it, it doesn't do very much good at all. Yeah. And so well, and I, they, I and they, it, yeah. go ahead. I, didn't no, mean to I, I, I just, I think it's a, it's, it's a tragedy, Mark. It, re it really, <laughs> it really is. I mean, and, and, and even the, like, I, like I was alluding to even the, the good healthcare uh, that, that even if you're paying a reasonable amount, like unreasonable mm -hmm. amount, really amount of money for your yeah, healthcare, yeah. what you frequently see is that the copay for mental health is a lot higher than the copay for a doctor's visit. Mm -hmm. What you frequently mm -hmm. find is that there is a limit on how much they will pay and for how many visits they will pay, which right. is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's again, yeah. it's downgrading and belittling the real issue of, of mental disorders and mm -hmm. saying, look, after you talk to someone for a few months, you ought to have this figured out and not yeah. realizing what's right. as really if it goes on. away, right? right? As if all right. of it goes away just magically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah which well, is absolutely it. absurd. And, and we have to change that. I mean, honestly, part of it is that we much like too many things in America, uh, mm -hmm. healthcare, uh, health care and getting health care is a profit business. And as long as it's absolutely. a profit business, yeah. They're going to villainize certain things and try not to spend much money on it mm -hmm. as long as we're not shouting and saying it's not okay. I think the, the one way we get this fixed is a true national health plan. Uh, but if we can't get that, we have to be yelling and shouting and electing the right folks who are going to address this in a healthier way uh, and recognize that we're a better society if we do. Yeah, I I love that, Mark, that you're you're talking about universal health care and uh, but in ensuring that universal health care is not just about physical health, but it's Absolutely. about mental health, too. And until we see like an integrated person, the health of a whole person as a part of what we ought to be working for when we're talking right. about universal health care, we're missing the point. And so we need politicians who are able to recognize that that's uh, a priority and it's uh, a, a right that we have as citizens. And so mm -hmm. I think that electing people like that is important. But I think there are uh, things that we can do, you know, personally and uh, as a church to uh, to help with this as well. To, right. to I mean, one of the violence. things we can do yeah. is speak out and personalize it. It's something that I've been doing mm -hmm. for years now. I've been very yeah. open about my major depressive disorder and my generalized yeah. anxiety disorder. I, I try to mm -hmm. talk about it anytime I have the opportunity to say, look, right. I suffer from these things. I take medicine for it. I right. talk to people to try to get yeah. to get it treated and helping that helps yeah. normalize this. It doesn't make it this scary right. thing that some people that we don't know and don't understand have. Right. And, and we need more yeah. and more people, particularly people who are visible in the public out mm -hmm. there explaining what their issues are, what their struggles have right. been and how they get treated because of it and how they're still figuring out how to manage these things and to continue mm -hmm. with life in, in a way that's 
that that is satisfying for them. And and I've seen it right. in people in my life who have struggled with getting the proper care because literally the health insurance almost prevents it. Unless you've got a right. lot of money in your mm-hmm. back pocket just to hand to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's atrocious. I, yeah. While we're on this political segment, yeah. I, I did want, mm-hmm. want to make sure that we touch on a different issue that okay. is brought brought up, uh, I think, in the character author Harrow, in the in, in his, you know, he, he basically, once again, there's all spoilers yeah. in, in, in these podcasts. Uh, he, ha- he has morning. this magic. Yeah. yeah. He has this magical tattoo that uh, when he holds people's hands, it shows if they balance towards good or evil. Um, and then if they're evil, they just drop dead on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So messed, that, that's so messed up. It weighs so, against you. Bye. Right. It's so <laughs> no messed <defense>. up. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but it does bring up an issue that we touched on at the end of a, of a recent show in terms of, we talked about it in terms of morality and who gets to define what morality is. But I think mm-hmm. politically and coming from this show, one of the things that would yeah. be a helpful discussion is what is good and what is evil and who gets to decide. And is yeah. you know, we, we try to present this as frequently you're either good or you're either evil. And in the character of Stephen, we get this person who, when he holds the, the hands, the scales can't figure out what to do. Not right, good. Not you've evil. got conflict is, within you. Is that what he says? Yeah. Yeah. He says you've got conflict within <laughs> chaos. you. Somehow that means that's you. what it was chaos. Yes. Chaos. And, and, and he even hears and a voice that tells him to em, embrace the chaos, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I mean, I think we, we get tra- trapped in this, and political parties uh, really thrive on defining what good oh. and bad is and, and, and making it this very cut and dry thing somehow. I mean, yeah. how, how is it that, that a nation mm-hmm. full of folks who, uh, you know, should should be more than reflective enough to recognize that even in our own lives, things aren't either good or bad. They're degrees of each. Right. How right. is it that we've allowed politicians to to bilk us into believing that that it's either this or that, and and the other side is always bad? And who gets to decide that? I, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a good question. I wish I had an answer. It's it's felt like just kind of. I I don't know if it was a it, it, I guess it's been a slow descent into this, but I mean, we saw a rapid descent in, you know, the yeah. election of 2016 with, uh, with Donald Trump and, uh, and the, the, but I think we saw it for years with the Tea Party Republicans leading up to this oh, as, as we were seeing uh, politicians define for us what morality was and telling us that if, that if we didn't agree with them, we were uh, completely uh, morally bankrupt. And, uh, right. you know, I, I think that most of the time the, they touted this as uh, Christian belief and it's not any kind of Christian belief that I'm familiar with, <laughs> you know, uh, most of the things that they, that they say are uh, Christian belief. I wonder if they just have a different copy of the Bible than I do, you know, <laughs> whenever well, you're, the you're copy much... of the Bible I have, so it talks about welcoming the strangers. It talks about loving unconditionally. It talks about incredible hospitality. It talks about how right. God is love. And that's how we define God in our world is by loving one another another and here we see a party that's mainly 
concerned with exclusion. And uh, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> how, how did we get here, Mark? You asked the question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's all it's all about manipulation, isn't it? I mean, even yeah. even touting that it's Christian values is man- about yeah, manipulation. It's, it's you, manipulation. You're, giving, you're right. You get, That's good yeah, I think yeah. you, you're much kinder than I and giving much more credit to them than I'm Give willing to. Give it to, to me. Give it to like, us I, straight, I believe, Mark. Tell us what's really going on. <laughs> I mean, I believe that, yeah, Chris, Christianity, spirituality, any kind of religion uh-huh. throughout history yeah. has been seen from by the powerful is a great tool for leveraging people and manipulating people mm-hmm. and so they I, I don't have any doubt they're 100 sure they know that what they're saying isn't actually based on any teachings of jesus they don't even have to point to it all they got to do is say well we're we think that x is the right thing because it's the christian thing mm-hmm. even if it's not you put that word on it even, and, and right the, the, too too oh, many people it's a will christian follow. thing yeah oh right. that Oh, in that case, yeah, I'm for it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess up. I don't want to do that. You know, so so I think that's a good point in terms of how we're we're talking about politics. I, I also had the thought, like, you know, a lot of people think the Bible is about judgment. Uh, right. You know, and, and is that the main point of the Bible, Mark? Separating the sheep yeah. from the goats? What do you think about that? Is that really well, what the Bible's about? That's what Christians uh, well, I think, I think to say, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is that right? You're, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but I think you and I both uh, very much recognize that the theme of the Bible is about uh, our connectedness and how, how love is a full mm-hmm. expression of that and how we end up in a better world and a better place when... Uh, when what we really are doing is managing to see people for who they really are and loving them for yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 I think you're right about that, Mark. I, 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 I think I, that I, people who I appreciate you throwing, judgment, they miss the point. I, I think I appreciate you throwing me that softball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to lob this one at you, Mark. What do you think about this? <laughs> Okay. Hey, um, I know that you all may have questions about this. If you have, and there's been a lot of good discussion in the comment section from uh, the various places where you're watching this, throw some more comments, throw some questions, and uh, we'll talk about those when we get back from this drop. Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. We're in our Q&A segment of the show. Uh, we will continue monitoring uh, any of uh, the comment sections. If you have thoughts, questions, throw them up there. Caleb, though, I'm going to start out with a question for you. Recognizing that we are only two shows in. Yeah. <laughs> so far, what do you th- what do you think is the lesson to draw from the show right now? What should we be learning right now? Oh, that's interesting. Especially since since we're only two shows in. Right, right. Uh, But I I do think there's been some themes that are showing up that that maybe we can learn something from. Yeah, okay. So I 
I really, I really think that the main theme is what we've been talking about in today's, uh, in today's, uh, in today's podcast, and that's uh, talking about mental health and thinking about mental health and uh, right. and being familiar with yourself and acceptance uh, of yourself. And I've appreciated seeing in the comments people being so open about uh, their own struggles uh, with mental health, and uh, I think that any time that we can say you know what, it's, it's okay to be who you are, to bring who you are, that, that that's a, a powerful thing. And uh, I think whenever church communities are able to embody that, mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's so powerful, especially after what we were talking about earlier, about how religious communities do such a, a bad job of that, that whenever we right. find a church community that does a good job, that man, that is liberating. And so yeah. uh, uh, my, my wife also struggles with uh, generalized anxiety disorder. And one of the great blessings in my life has been that the church uh, that we're a part of accepts her as she is. And if she can't come to church, they're, they're like, fine, that's, that's fine. She's doing what she needs yeah. to do. And that's, and that's, and that's beautiful. Whenever you find people and as a religious community, you realize that it's theological, that it's from God mm -hmm. to accept people as they are, that, right. that that's powerful. And so yeah. uh, may, uh, just because of where we are in our society, that's uh, that's what I was thinking mm -hmm. about as I yeah. was watching this. How about you? Well, uh, I, I kind of agree. I, I agree with that, uh, that concept of accepting people for who they are is one of the main things. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I think that this uh, allowing us in on Stephen internal dialogue for me uh it, it, we should be picking up on this lesson of being more compassionate and recognizing that we don't know what people's internal dialogues are or how they got to these internal dialogues and that we need to be uh more aware and accepting and loving of folks recognizing that what we see outwardly isn't always the internal um, stresses and challenges that are going on. And I think the show does a beautiful job uh, at pointing that out and, and, and letting us kind of see that, uh, you know, upfront and personal with, with, our, with our, our lead character. Yeah, right. Yeah. Having, having the perspective of the lead character is incredibly, uh, incredibly powerful. So, um, Mark, we were also talking today about uh, judgment and the theme of mm. judgment in there. So yeah. how do you think we as a society confront that judgment? I don't know that we resolved that in the last segment as we were talking about <laughs> politicians that have issued a right and a wrong about everything. How do we get out of that? How do we move forward yeah. past that? Well, I mean, I think it comes back again to more public dialogue about being compassionate and recognizing the struggles that we all have. Um, and and the, the more that we get to see uh, the, the parts of us that we struggle with and recognize that other people have that in them as well, uh, it makes it easier for us to look at them and be compassionate about what they're going through. Uh, even someone who we might not know what's actually going on, but we see them acting out in, in aggressive ways or or acting in a different way where they shut down and internalize stuff and, and seem removed from society. If we can yeah. have more dialogue and, and more public uh, celebration of mm -hmm. being compassionate, mm -hmm. I think that's our first step towards being less judgmental. And, and 
I, it goes back to also our our argue our, our, our look at is there good and bad. I mean, I think part of our judgment is about that we think that this is a very clean cut. This that one thing's good and one thing's bad, rather than being able to recognize that it, that it all happens on a spectrum, and that yeah. we 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 shouldn't be judging because we don't always almost never fully understand the story behind it. I mean, what what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. And I think that's biblical, too. I think Indeed. That, I think that, the you know, that the Bible is more about ambiguity than certainty, which Absolutely. strikes me as ironic because in modern American Christianity, we've wanted to make uh, religion, Christianity and the Bible, religion in general, all about certainty. And it's mm. not. It's about embracing the mystery. It's about recognizing that there are some things that we can't know that our best descriptions of that great divine beyond us are, uh, are, are always just limited to our own human understandings. And, and so that ambiguity is important. And so embracing the gray areas of life and uh, and understanding are, are very important. And so I think you're right, Mark, that whenever we're able to embrace that and, and recognize that things are complicated, that life hmm. is complicated, that that's yeah. a theological statement to just say life is complicated. It's not always clear cut and it's not always <laughs> easy that whenever we can say that, well, that's like a prayer. I, I love yeah, that. I, I, I've come to believe that that prayers are really conversations. And uh, yeah. so uh, I think maybe that's maybe that's what we've done today. And maybe it's what <laughs> we'll do next it. week. Mark, Abs should we, absolutely. Should we tell them what we're going to do? Yeah, next I think week? next week we're going to take on the movie The Adam Project. It's streaming online. I think maybe Netflix. I can't remember what. Uh, it is a, a show about time travel. I think there's going to be lots of opportunities uh, to discuss some interesting uh, topics. So, uh, everyone and, who is, yes. And we're both sci fi nerds. We are and we very were both much excited about watching this. You better believe it very <laughs> yeah. much. So, yeah, that's so right. we hope that you're yeah. excited about it out there. If you're watching live mm -hmm. right now, that's or right. you're listening back, play playback mm -hmm. on the podcast, make sure you yeah. go out, uh, listen, to, uh, watch the Adam project. We're going to do that as well this week. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have the time and are able to tune in on our broadcast on Mondays at four 30 Eastern standard time, uh, find a themed drink come and join us let us know uh maybe even come up with questions that you're going to that you thought of while you were watching right. it yeah. and we'll try to address it all and celebrate together so thank you all we really appreciate your time uh you tuning in and until next time this has been the moonshine jesus show and we'll see you again soon cheers moonshine jesus the moonshine